this thing sucks. All right, let's just start a conversation, and I will edit that shit out. It like, it like I could start to hear it, and then it. No, I heard it. Really I heard it. Yeah, I heard it, and then it like stopped. So, yeah. anyways, get the hell out of here. Oh, my little dashboard thing. I'll fix you later. All right. So, and I'm going to start off with um, the first question of like, how do you differentiate between things you can control and not control in the field? So. So that <clears throat> I'm going to start an awkward in intro as though we uh, <laughs> so we just kicked this off. Hello, what's up, man? What's going on? What is going on? Oh. Back from vacation, getting settled in. Another episode to record. Rock and rolling. Yeah, did you have a good time? Feeling all relaxed? No, I came back to 2,000 emails, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not fun. Good man, get uh, to work. Yeah, which is which is a great uh, lead-in here to uh, so, so today we're going to talk about this is a uh, based on or building on an article that Caroline Wong posted on the site on so her 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 post was on like the intersection of tarot cards and spirituality and mindfulness and such and cybersecurity which sounds like an unlikely combination and so what we wanted to do for this chat was explore mindfulness and self care and such. Uh, in the context of cybersecurity, because there's a lot of things that we can control, and there's a lot of things we can't control. That's an important topic. Like, you know, what you're gonna get. Yeah. So, yeah, and I know you're a meditator. Uh, I'm a journaler, so we should have a good we should have a good conversation today. Let's do it. All right. Well, so softball here. So, how do you differentiate? Yeah, you know, like all the things are happening, all you know, all around you. How do you differentiate between the things you can control? and things you can't control in this world of cybersecurity, because it always feels like we can have control over things. Yeah. You know, that, it, it like immediately uh, makes me think of, um, you know, like, so just like we, 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 we give advice, right. We, 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 we help try and help the folks that are, are doing, um, you know, doing the business of the business um, the best way we can. But at some point, we have to, we, you know, we have to be okay with, they're, they're going to take our advice. They're sometimes they use it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's a mixed bag, you know? And I, I, I think, you know, we have to be okay with the idea that we gave our best advice, right? We did, we did the best job we could, um, and, and, and get on board, right? Because whether they, you know, our, our, our advice was implemented a hundred percent or 50% or not at all. I mean, we, you know, that doesn't absolve us from doing the things, right? Securing all the stuff, making sure things keep running. <clears throat> and in the event, you know, the a data breach happens, you got to put on a hard hat and get to work. Yeah, I think, you know, there's this saying that I've heard a lot of people reference. I don't exactly know where it originated, but uh, it's that the enemy gets a vote too. <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's a I mean, I feel like it's a pretty appropriate term in our field, <clears throat> but it's not just, you know, the enemy in terms of, you know, the hacker, the criminal group, the nation state, who, you know, whoever that is, it's the, it's, it's, you know, the rest of the business, the IT team, it's the product team who may decide to like build a new feature, or like clean up the tech debt. It's, it's all of that stuff. Um, and that's, that can be hard or frustrating to 
deal with at times. And I, I like, I love the, uh, that you called out, like just sometimes you just gotta like, like accept it <laughs> and just, just, just keep on going because you're not gonna, you're not gonna necessarily change somebody's mind or like the effort. It's like, what hill do you want to die on? Yeah. You gotta be part of the team. On. Right. And so yeah, that's, totally. that's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Part of the team. I like that. Um, well, so so when things start to get frustrating and, uh, you know, things oftentimes do get frustrating in our field, especially, you know, let's say you've, you've made all these amazing recommendations. Nobody wants to listen to them. Everyone's just being uh, frustrating from your from your point of view. Um, so, like, like, what are some practical things that you can do to kind of center yourself, uh, put things in their appropriate perspective? Um, because I, I think there's, I think there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fluff out there on the internet about this kind of topic around prioritizing and, uh, you know, it's like your kids scream at you and it's like, okay, take a pause before you respond. You know, you've got stuff like biblical stuff, like, you know, be slow to speak and, you know, uh, be slow to anger, love is patient, all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there's, but there's all of this, um, I, a lot of it ends up boiling down to, to patience, but like in reality, like how do you, how do you go about kind of navigating that, that frustrating set of circumstances? Because that to me, especially when things start to hit the fan, all the theory and all of that is great. <laughs> and it kind of stays in that theory bucket and, and you kind of, you, you revert to sometimes what is, what feels most natural or just like, you know, a quick instinct. And that sometimes is not the most productive response to such a circumstance yeah yeah man so like i think so you definitely have to keep your wits about you right you definitely have to stay kind of centered um but i think you know keeping the perspective of why we're here like what what you know what, what are we doing right like what's the goal and so typically you know and i'll quote you the ultimate goal is not security. I'm honored. <laughs> right? It's it's just not. Um, and so for, uh, you know, and I think, you know, we always need to keep that, that, that idea, uh, you know, in the forefront. The goal is not security, right? The goal is making the widgets. And so I think, you know, having that as kind of like your, your, your North star your and your guiding principle, I think brings in, um, allows you to 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 escape of uh, some of the you know the the old thinking right the the old way of oh you know well so like like where we almost had to be you know the the crotchety old man you gotta secure all what do you mean you're gonna you know get off my lawn right <laughs> because it's just not you know it it, it was less acceptable or I, I say more acceptable back then, but still not a good way to operate. And now that hopefully we're working to move past that, you know, that, that's, that, 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 that should drive everything. Yeah. I, uh, I think the, the, the Gran Torino <laughs> imagery is, is quite apropos here. I mean, so, so um, something that I've, I heard this tip uh, in a, in a training a while back 
And I refer referenced it in some article that I, I did on the site. I, I honestly can't remember which one, um, but it was, and, and this is more appropriate for like meetings and stuff, but, and it's sort of a, sort of like a, a mental structure, if you will, but like everyone speaks once before anyone speaks twice and, or everyone speaks once before anyone speaks twice. And <clears throat> I, I definitely don't always get that right. Um, or do that well, but you know, as far as like a practical thing that you can do, so you're not just like jumping in and like jumping all over somebody, you know, when they have an opinion or, or that, that, you know, it's just like you just downright outright do not agree with, or say something toxic or, or, uh, provocative or what have you, you know, just like kind of let the room settle, you know, listen more than you talk. That's, that's typically a, a useful thing to do. It gives you more information uh, to, to kind of operate and feel, feel out the room. And, um, you know, I, I, I tend to do this more in my personal life than I do in my professional life. And I, you know, I should probably seek to kind of balance these things out more, but I tend to um, like when things get heated and such, I, I do a lot of my like processing of sorts of my thoughts and potentially like responses to people in writing. I find it much easier to like structure my thoughts than, um, you know, something, some, something gets said or something happens and I, I react really quickly and sometimes harshly or, or abrasively and, and whatnot. And that's not, that's usually again, not very productive um, acting like the crotchety old security professional. And, and, you know, if I took the time to pause and communicate in a, in, in a structured way, like I do when I write, I, I think I would be much more effective in my, in my back and forths. And like, sometimes I do well at that. Sometimes I definitely lose my temper and <laughs> things, you know, inevitably when that happens, it all just kind of goes downhill from there. Yeah. And that's not good. Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, you really have to make an effort to understand where folks are coming from. Right. Because if, if someone else feel is feeling like, like that passion or upset or, you know, what, what, you know, however that, that may uh, manifest itself, um, you know, uh, trying, trying to get like a level deeper, there and understand why you know why they're, they're they're feeling this way um you know it gives you like an, an avenue for communication right it, give, it, it gives your brain something to 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 think about to try and 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 make that you know make that connection to to try and 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 and, and foster right. the conversation yeah. right like you know and and further the conversation make things um you know, make your point without, um, without being overbearing. Yeah. I, I started reading this book. It's a, I think it came out a while ago, but it's called the body keeps a score. And it's, it's more centered around like how your body, like the, the physiological responses to trauma and other like, you know, big staggering emotional events in life. Um, kind of manifest themselves. And one of the things that I found really interesting is it's the, the author is like referencing these studies that they were part of at Harvard um, 
these like neuroscience studies at Harvard. And it's all these like exposure to trauma, um, like, like recall events. And then they would do MRIs to see what part of the brain kind of lights up and all, you know, that, that kind of thing. And something that I found interesting, like, you know, the, the whole amygdala, amygdala firing, amygdala flooding that, you know, that I feel like is a fairly well established thing, even among like, that's more common knowledge. Something else that I, I was unaware of is like, there's other centers of the brain that are responsible for just like having like logical thought or uh, like deeper processing. And like some of these things either like turn all the way on or turn all the way off. And like uh, some people will just like shut down. Some people get really edgy and agitated. And I feel like, like what we're talking about is not trauma. It's not these big extreme circumstances, but I have to imagine that there's, that there's still an overlay, like that our bodies and our brains would be responding in such a way when there's, when stress is heightened, especially, you know, data breach or, yep. you know, lock of a customer or things like that. It's going to be a similar response, even if it's not as extreme. Yeah. So it's funny. Cause we used to, we used to teach that when I, when I was a police Academy instructor as a part of, uh, as a part of driver training, right? So mm. you, you, you flick the lights on, you turn the siren on and you don't have to be, you don't even have to be in a car. Right. And, and you measure your, 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 your pulse, start to sweat, like just from the, just from the sounds and the sights without actually doing anything. And so, yeah, like it, I, and, and, you know, I, I think while that it's not like, like you said, it's not like an an incident or an instant, um, like, like that, uh, it can be right. It can be so in, in you know in the middle of the of a conversation where you know where you're digging in to uh you know to causes of data breaches and things like that you know one one, one fact point. comes out and it very well could be you know the the lights and sirens go on right yeah just heightened stress yeah. just like right in your face yep yeah um all right well so we're coming up on time um let's let's aim for like one practical tip so like you know one thing that people can do this week this month to try to get a handle on being more mindful in their role as a cybersecurity professional one tip i mean i so i i wow so now i'd like four just popped into my head and so now i got i gotta edit myself on the fly you 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 can go too if you want well so I, you know, I, cause I, I, I love, you know, everybody speaks once before anybody speaks twice. You know, I, 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 I really, uh, you know, leaders eat last, like that kind of thing. Like I, I, I love that. Right. And I, I, um, it really, you know, it's difficult to be silent when, you know, especially if you're, you're, you're talking and, you know, in a meeting with a group of folks, but I think, um, for me, like if, if you could, if you could wait, and and give give folks a chance to uh, to 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 think and to absorb and to to say what's on their mind without clouding it with you know the 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 CISO's words. Um, I think that's you know that, to me it, and it it's work right like it's hard <laughs> to just sit there silent. So yeah, I think you know if you if you could get through twenty percent of a meeting without you know with just saying hi. I think that's a great start, right? That's, that's success. Yeah. And I think, 
I think it depends on the kind of meeting because sometimes you're just, you know, people will yeah. be talking at you and, you know, you can be totally tuned out there and that's not, that's not actually probably a great, a great <laughs> thing either. Um, uh, so yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like there's a, there's a time and a place for, for those things, but, but I, I love that. The, um, the thing that, that I, I got this tip recently and I've been trying to implement it more often in my my own situation or my own kind of life dynamics, personal, professional, et cetera. And that is like when something crazy happens, um, like something stressful, you're going to react how you're going to react. Like you're going to try to do your best. Sometimes you're not always going to do your best or do respond how you wanted. But like take some time after the fact to do like a little mini retrospective with yourself and just like write down the lead up, you know, what happened from your perspective, why you think it went that way and what you think you can do better. Just like five minutes max and just just write down something about what happened to try to get yourself into the habit of like reflecting back. So, so your last like impressionable memory of the thing is not how you reacted badly, but like what you're going to do to improve, sort of tying it back to like the Carol Dweck growth mindset kind of line of thinking. And I found that to be helpful for myself. Like, you know, if I have a slip up and I, you know, I respond harshly to my kids or to an employee or to a, you know, to a colleague or, or what, you know, talk back to the boss, which is a, <laughs> seems like a common thing for me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just like doing that, that little state of reflection has helped me try to like, get a little bit more centered and not so just off the cuff with my words and my actions. So yeah. Prepare for the next time, right? Do it a little bit better yeah. next time. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of the soft side of cyber podcast. If you're liking these shows, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. That kind of stuff helps other people find the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Tune in uh, next time. And I think we're going to be talking about DEI in our next show, depending on when we release. So uh, thank you so much, everyone, and have an awesome, awesome day. See ya.